The topics we will be covering are Kamala Harris, or yeah, I believe that's how you pronounce it, $2,000 monthly stimulus checks and student loan forgiveness. President Trump says second stimulus check may go higher than $1,200. An Apple tried to lure Amazon's video app by offering a lower 15% fee email shows and we also got basically the uh the actual email there too so that's going to be pretty cool make sure to check that out near the end of this video so senator kamala harris is making the case for congress to adopt her priorities for the next stimulus package including two thousand dollars for a monthly stimulus checks and student loan forgiveness last night harris who is a top Democratic vice presidential contender, joined by Joy Reid on her new show, The Reid Out, and pitched former Vice President Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan for economic recovery and racial equality. Harris specifically highlighted the part of his plan that included broad $10,000 student loan forgiveness for borrowers with federal student loans due to the C-word. Senator Harris also broke to Biden's proposal to make public colleges and historically black colleges and universities HBCUs, even private HBCUs, tuition-free for families making up to $125,000 annually. Last week, Harris joined other Democratic senators in calling for the next stimulus package to include a fix to the public service loan forgiveness, PS. LF program that would make it easier for borrowers to benefit from the program. The senators cited the many essential workers who are also working on public service and would be eligible for the program. Senator Harris is also asking for more direct cash payments to Americans. Her bill with Senator Bernie Sanders and Ed Marquis would provide $2,000 stimulus checks and make them monthly. And then individuals would also receive $2,000 per dependent, up to $6,000, right? Now, feel free to leave your comments as to, like, your thoughts on this specific, you know, article, this specific uh, situation. Because I have a few thoughts on this personally, because I don't think this would work at all. Like, any of this would actually work at all. And the reason for that is because, one, for the whole, you know, tuition-free for families making up to $125,000. Well, to be frank, if you're trying to, like, serve the community that is basically in worse financial situations, there's actually, I believe, a lot of programs out there to actually assist people in basically poverty-stricken areas. Like, there's, like, a lot of grant opportunities. There's a lot of different past that they could actually go to college for essentially for free especially in some states some states actually provide free public college right like tuition is completely free so the thing is with colleges no matter which colleges you're trying to like force this to get tuition free there's already programs out there there's already some colleges out there there's already some states out there but when it comes down to it, as soon as everyone turns basically 18 years old, if they choose to go to a college that they think is pretty or that they just like the campus and they end up taking student loans, 
it basically makes all this kind of like work pointless, right? Because there's actually quite a few people who go to college, not because of basically the degrees or what they can learn, but basically they just like the campus, right? Like a lot of people make very poor decisions, which cause them to get into student loan debt. So basically, in my thoughts, anything dealing with colleges and the tuitions it's just bad because when it comes down to it everyone will make their own choices and if they're not knowledgeable about the subject they're going to make bad choices regardless right and then the whole stimulus check thing right like a lot of people could actually benefit from this but again this is a lot of money right like this is a lot of money to give to people like you can't really print this amount of money without people actually working. Like, it gets into a really, really sticky situation because, yeah, an extra $2,000 per month would be amazing, right? I wouldn't complain if someone gave me $2,000 extra per month, right? And if I had, you know, a kid, and if I was, if I was single with a kid or two kids, that's what? $2,000 plus another $2,000, $4,000 plus me, $6,000, right? So that's an extra $6,000 per month. And again, I wouldn't complain about that, but that is a very sticky situation and you cannot continuously print out money. Like you just can't do that. You have to produce something. You have to produce something. You have to create jobs because... When it comes down to it, with all this, like if you put in like a humongous amount of like influx of cash into the economy, right? And like basically having people get paid almost six figures a year. I say almost, it's more like 60000 70000 right? Because also the taxes on the stimulus checks are really weird. But let's say you get paid, let's say on the lower end, $50,000 a year. To not work. Do you really think a lot of people would end up going back to work if they're basically guaranteeing them fifty thousand dollars per year? Like, I mean, that's more income than probably sixty, seventy percent of all of the United States actually makes. So it's that's also a very dangerous thing. Of course, feel free to give your thoughts on the matter. It's just I see problems with giving people this amount of money continuously with such a huge amount of people not having jobs because they're basically forcing people to not work and arresting them for like no reason which to me is insane okay and then the last stimulus checks was just a one-time payment of up to $1,200 per individual and $500 per dependent and for those making more than $75,000 annually that amount was reduced and Senate Republicans have proposed another round of stimulus checks very similar to the first one. Harris has also proposed the Rent Emergencies Leave Impacts on Evicted Families Relief Act that would ban evictions and foreclosures for a year to protect renters and homeowners as they weather the economic crisis. She has introduced additional legislation to shield Americans from having their utilities shut off during the emergency. Now, I like this. I actually like this act. The problem is you need to do a lot more research on it. But also, 
you could ban evictions and foreclosures for a year, but then you must also protect the landowner as well because you can't just protect the renters. You have to protect the landowners, like, for instance, the homeowners. But let's say, like, because the homeowner is technically could be different than the person who owns the house that is allowing the renters to live there. So I don't really see anything that specifically states that they're also protecting them, a landowner. But if they were to do something like that, if they were to try to pass this, they would have to protect them as well for it to actually work out. Because you can't have one person bleeding and another person not bleeding. And during a visit to West Texas, President Donald Trump hinted that a second round of stimulus checks could exceed the $1,200 payment amount issued in the first C-word stimulus package. Trump flew into Midland International Air and Spaceport on a warm Wednesday morning for a fundraiser and to visit an oil rig where he spoke to a crowd of energy executives and workers. During the visit, he stopped for an exclusive interview with sister station KMID to discuss a second round of stimulus checks, vaccine timetables, Rep. Louis Gomert's positive uh, C-word diagnosis, and unemployment in the energy sector. When asked if a $1,200 direct payment to Americans was enough, Trump said, in quotes, We're going to see it may go higher than that, actually. And again, in quotes, I'd like to see it be very high because I love the people. I want the people to get it. You know, the economy is going to come back. Trump continued, we saved millions of lives, but now we're bringing the economy back. We got to take care of the people in the meantime. Trump was also optimistic about a vaccine and the progress of U.S. drug companies, saying that he thought there would be something before the end of the year, but maybe sooner than that. He also said he would take the vaccine. In quotations, I would do it. Yeah, I mean, if I take it first, they'll say he shouldn't do it first. But if I take it last, they'll say he shouldn't take it last, Trump said. Basically, a no-win situation. The president was also joined Wednesday by Governor Greg Abbott, U.S. Rep. Michael Conaway, and Rick Perry, among several others, at a luncheon in Odessa before heading to the Double Eagle Energy Rig site later in the afternoon. Hundreds gathered throughout downtown Odessa as the motorcade made its way to the sold-out fundraiser. At the rig site, Trump delivered remarks to members of the energy industry before signing and discussing pipeline permits that will allow Texas to export oil to Mexico. We will maintain this dominant position long into the future. We'll never lose this position by announcing today that export authorizations for American liquefied natural gas can now be extended through the year 2050, President Trump said. In December 2017, Apple CEO Tim Cook announced that Amazon's Prime Video service would be launching on the Apple TV set-top box after a long and noticeable absence. An email released by the House Antitrust Subcommittee on Wednesday shed new light into the negotiations that led to that announcement. It shows an Apple executive offered Amazon a 15% fee on subscriptions that signed up through the app, which is lower than Apple's customary 
30% fee for most in-app purchases. The email suggests that big players can negotiate for better business terms on Apple's App Store, contradicting Apple's public stance that all apps are treated the same on its platform. We apply the rules to all developers evenly, Cook testified on Wednesday. Software makers are required to use Apple's payment mechanism for any digital purchases inside an iPhone app. Apple typically takes 30% of the initial purchase price, including 30% from the first year of subscription services that customers buy through the app, then drops the fee to 15% in the second year of a subscription. The 30% fee is a core part of Spotify's antitrust complaint with EU regulators. And in May 2016, Bezos told an interviewer that Amazon refused to sell devices like Apple TV or Google's Chromecast on Amazon.com because it was unable to agree on terms for placing Amazon Prime Video on those devices. When we sell those devices, we want our player, our Prime Video player, to be on the device. And we want it to be on the device with acceptable business terms, he said. You can always get the player on the device. The question is, can you get it on there with acceptable business terms? At some point later in the year, Bezos met with Apple Senior Vice President Eddie Q and discussed business terms for this and other matters, according to the document released Wednesday. Jeff, I really enjoyed our time together, emailed Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos in November 2016. Here are the details of what we discussed on Prime Video. Amazon Prime Video app in iOS and Apple TV. 15% rev share for customers that sign up using the app uses our payment. No rev share for customers that already subscribe. In addition, Q said that if Amazon was able to sell services like Showtime in his app, that Apple would only take 15% if the customer originally signed up through Apple. It's not clear if the companies ended up agreeing to the terms in the email, although the Amazon Prime Video app appeared on Apple TV only in 2017. A version of Amazon's video app been available on iOS since 2012, and it's not known what the terms were before or after Q's email to Bezos. Representatives for Apple and Amazon didn't respond to a request for comments. Apple's arrangement with Amazon was made public earlier this year when users discovered that the Amazon Prime Video iPhone app started to allow users to purchase digital content, movies, and TV shows inside the app using a credit card on file with Amazon. Apple said at the time that it was part of an established program for premium subscription video entertainment providers. And then here's the actual email, and it's uh, pretty interesting. Right, because this isn't really that surprising that this happens with really big companies, especially with really big tech companies, because there's so much intermingling, right? Think about it. Google pays Apple a disgusting amount of money to be the primary search engine on iPhones, on all Apple devices, right? Like... That is crazy. Like they, I think, spend just a disgusting amount. Right? Like you know, like an amount where you're like, how does someone even have that kind of money, right? It's just absolutely crazy. 
But again, it makes sense because companies do business with each other all the time. They want basically, oh, you know, I'll give you a back massage if you massage my feet, basically. Right? But it's still pretty crazy. And of course, sources in the description for this episode. Feel free to master your money at fortyandbox.com. Get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood and linking a bank account. Invest your spare change automatically with Acorns, where they just run up your everyday purchases to the next dollar and automatically put that into stocks, bonds, and index funds. And you can learn the four steps to make money online down below, which is a phone and computer. Feel free to watch more episodes by clicking something. And yeah, if you like this sort of content, make sure to hit the like button and subscribe or else YouTube will not suggest a future video, right? It is very unlikely that they will. So the best way to ensure that you could actually watch more episodes or you'd be notified is to actually hit the like button and then subscribe. But then also hitting the like button will actually push this to more people as well because YouTube is all about that engagement so they like that little clicky click click not even you know odd number of clicks so that it's actually blue see you in future episodes and you can listen to this on the podcast as well so if you're you know out and about and you can't really watch stuff just pop the 40 inbox podcast on and you can listen to an episode if you want to learn the four steps to make money online Go down below, there'll be a link in the description and you can go check out the free training.